The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is the absolute Chris Cage, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Once again, another recording here at Arkham Asylum Studios. Uh, yes, I'm uh, here in the, um, as many may call it, the loony bin, uh, or the uh, basket case or penthouse recording. Oh, man, it's just been a, um, been a full week. Let's just say that, a full week. Counting down the days of vacation time. I have some vacation time coming finally. It's been, it's been a little bit over a year since I've been able to take some time. Not even that I couldn't take the time. I could take whatever, you know, I, I have days. I'm just very particular these days on how and when to take them. I usually take them around my birthday and, um, I, I want that stretch of week or more to just catch up on a lot of things. Like these days I've just been catching up on my video games. I've been so happy to do that. Uh, honestly, uh, still on 2k, um, been playing ghost of Tsushima. It's actually a really fun game called roller champions. It's a, uh, it's a Ubisoft game. It's, it's a free downloadable game on, um, on all consoles. It's a mix of um, roller derby and uh, um, basketball and stuff. It's actually pretty cool. Check it out, Roller Champions. But I also want to finish up on a lot of other games that I haven't been able to. That, that'll be my vacation time. I know a lot of people say they go, well, why don't you go anyplace? Go, you know, see the world. Now I can see my, I can see the world on YouTube. You know, I maybe one day I get that that feeling, that that push, that incentive to go traveling, but I don't feel it right now. Unless I'm with someone, let's say romantically, and that person is like, "Hey, you know, let's go to Florida, let's go to Cancun or whatever," and I'm like, "Okay, fuck it, you you want us to go? We'll go." I would take that initiative. Or even if super producer was like, Hey, can we go someplace? I'd be like, Oh, okay. You know, let's, you know, let's see what we can do. But as for me, initially, the only thing that I've always said that I, I would do as, let's say, uh, like a, a, a bucket list kind of thing would be go on. The best roller coaster in all the states. Like I'm, I'm a roller coaster guy, so I would like to do like get on a roller coaster from each state. 
I don't know why it sounds silly, but I would do that. I probably I'd probably look for the best cheeseburger in each state as well while I'm there. Other than that, it's just been um, just the clock ticking, waiting, just waiting for this vacation to happen. But on the same time, there's going to be some wrestling going on as well. So, oh, man, shit. Fucking SummerSlam. First time SummerSlam is in July. Uh, um, NW, uh, uh, excuse me, Outlaw is going to be at the same day. Uh, House of Glory has an event that day. This is going to, this, that, during my vacation time, I'm going to be wrestling packed. And yes, I will still be podcasting. We might have a slight hiccup in scheduling doing part because of the boss, Rich. He'll be on vacation. So, um, they may, they may be some times where episodes will be coming out a little bit later and such. So, uh, it's not on my part. It's because the boss is not around. So that'll be it. But, um, other than that, welcome everybody to another episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. I am your host, Mr. Ethan Matt, the King of Talk Style. And as always, the cheap drill, Jay the Red Santee. Make sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on like group pages on Facebook. Check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tab, as well as on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. And make sure you check us out on YouTube and on TikTok and Twitch at Turnbuckle Tab. Download, subscribe, be a part of the, the family at uh, all podcasting outlets. You can check us out at iHeart, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can find a podcasting, podcasting outlet and app. We're there. We are there. Believe me, I've looked it up. We're everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Also, if you don't uh, want to add an additional app to your phone, you could always go to rageworksnetwork.com. You could just make a bookmark of it on your phone or on your computer or your laptop or tablet, and all the episodes are there for your pleasure. But it's not only us. We have uh, Black is New Black, Trek Untold, Toys and Text, much, much more, guys. So make sure you check out the family at RageWorksNetwork.com and always check out RageWorks.net for everything uh, connected to the world of pop culture, movies, TV shows, toys, hobbies, uh, video games, comic books. It's all there for you guys. Uh, articles, reviews, previews, everything to your liking is at RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, that is. So this past this past week, I told you guys before, I've been catching up on a lot of uh different things outside of wrestling. I've been um catching up more on some uh um I said the big thing has been watching the inside inside the NBA shit. It's been fucking hilarious. Uh, but I've I've also found my way down a path to listen to some old hip hop stories. It's been interesting, like listening to, uh, there's a, there's a show on YouTube that has, um, some cool, uh, um, interviews on it. It's with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's with Math Hoffa. Uh, it's a battle rapper, but he actually has a really good, uh, uh, interview show and, and listening to a lot of stories and one, one, uh, one subject in particular that I've found very interesting and, 
kind of ties into wrestling for me as well as is um there's been many individuals who's been talking about Tupac and um I've always had a love hate relationship with Tupac because as prolific and as much of a a, a, a genius and intellect that he was, I was never really a fan of how his um, tumultuous relationship with the East Coast, which by the way, you do know he was from the East Coast before anything, right? He was he was born here, pretty much raised out of here, but you know, he traveled all the time. But yeah, he's a he's a New Yorker. And um although I do understand somewhat his his volatile and uh, anger towards New York um, even before the shooting and stuff, uh, I still has always been conflicted with him. I never took anything away from his, his genius. And the reason why I said that it ties into wrestling, because you hear the stories these days in which, um, many people had said that he was living a gimmick. You know, Pac was wild, but he was also those that also gave you like the wink of an eye. I, I'm just fucking around trying to get this paper. I'm trying to get this money. And with that being said, not a lot of people was involved in knowing that. And this caused so much rift, so much so that not only did he lose his life, but other lives were lost, including Notorious B.I.G. and many others who unfortunately got caught up in this East Coast, West Coast beef. To battle of the ages, WCW versus WWF at the time. And I, I found it very fascinating just how I hear stories from other people and you hear of his greatness, but also what you lost. You know, I was listening to one conversation where Omar Epps, the actor uh, who co-starred with him in Juice, Mentioned that. Can you imagine if Pac had an an IG, if he had an Instagram? And it made me think about a lot of people like that. You know, not only in in um in the hip hop world, but in life. Like, could you imagine if Eddie Guerrero had that ability to share his 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 stories of wrestling later on, on let's say like on a Twitch or or on a on a Instagram live or stuff or uh, the many tales like if, if Bobby Heenan could have been on 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 Twitter he would have been fucking great on it. Yeah, you, know, you 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 think about certain is you know. It, instances and individuals that are gone too soon. And maybe, maybe it was fortuitous. Maybe that was their destiny. Maybe certain individuals weren't meant to live on this world too long because that wasn't the plan. But I know, could you imagine if big was able to grow out of this? You know, they were talking about with, with Pac and big been able to squash the beef and such it's, 
so it's unfortunate, but I, I find myself going down this, 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 this path, listening to the stuff. And I find, um, a lot of comfort in it. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not always about wrestling. I, this other shit that I have to fucking broaden my, my scope with. I got the, uh, I remember growing up when that was told you get a wrinkle in your brain every time you learn something new. I always thought that was real, but it's really not though. Well, yeah. Um, so we have much to talk about this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have, uh, of course, the, the wrestling rundown, much new stories, many, many new stories to discuss. Uh, around the square circle, we, um, we look upon uh, money in a bank. We'll uh, touch upon that. We'll give, um, my full thoughts about it until uh, the next episode. I'm trying to think, will I be able to have an, I think I can. I think I could be able to squeeze an episode, two episodes out this week. Let's see the magic that is your boy, Jace, if I could get this out. So, uh, yeah, so we'll, um, we'll go through that as much as well as, uh, what happened this past week on Raw and on Rampage Dynamite and much, much more. So guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return as always. Check you guys in a sec. What's going on, everybody? Tony G here, better known to the world as Josie's Boy, a.k.a. your girl's favorite artist. And today I'm here to tell you about my company, Painting in Blue. Painting in Blue is a creative process established in 2017, and we specialize in handmade custom leather goods. We coined the term luxury minimalism because we believe even in your everyday life, no matter how much running around you have to do, you can still stand out and be fly. We create everything from luxury handbags to wallets and some of the best leathers you can find that you would love to carry on a day-to-day basis. So if you believe in looking fly while you handle your business while pushing fashion forward, make sure you guys go to PaintedInBlue.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at underscore painted in blue on Instagram and on Facebook at painted in blue. Hey, Baba. It's Harry Sheik, the Sheiky baby, WWF champion. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. And if you're not listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid, Baba, you are a jabroni. And I'll fuck you in the ass like Brussel and a Hulk Hogan. Chicky baby listens to Turnbuckle Tabloid, Baba. And you should listen to what Chicky listened to. It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, it's... Turnbuckle Tabloid.
told you guys earlier, I'm, I'm, I've gotten into listening to more stuff outside of wrestling. I've become more enthralled into um, watching podcasts and, and um, video casts that is about wrestling. It's about music, video games, and such like that. But I'm also in awe with the fact that there are individuals out there who are able to have conversations, dialogues, interviews in such a professional manner. And it doesn't seem as though as you're getting some someone written like reading off a teleprompter or uh, a questionnaire and such that it's just a flowing conversation. And, you know, as you guys know, I've listened to like Howard Stern for many years. And in the early days, when I would listen to him, I was always impressed by his conversations because his conversations was as though you were in the room with them. But also it was they would ask the questions. He would ask the questions that a lot of people wouldn't ask on certain shows. In, in in hip hop, there were certain shows like like in Hot ninety seven in New York City, uh, you you would get you know maybe like Angie Martinez would do that or um, uh, uh, in in um, in in um, BLS you would have uh, uh, Wendy Williams who was doing it that they 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 would ask that question then became uh, Charlemagne who became that person as well who would do that just we. We weren't just dancing around the the uh, topic at hand. We were getting to the root of things and ask those direct questions. And I have to say that I've been very impressed with a lot of individuals who I've been listening to these past couple of weeks who have been able to have that kind of dialogue and, and conversations. If you get me to listen to your shit and I'm intrigued by it because I'm not I'm not I'm not one of those that listens to a, uh, just anybody. If I can have a, a real healthy uh, conversation going on around me and I'm enjoying it by all means I, I, I think that you got some good shit going on um, with that being said as always I am the uh, yeah, Norm McDonald of this segment and this is uh, your weekend update uh, wrestling rundown so uh, this past week the previous Raw they had their 20th anniversary celebration of John Cena. And I'm, I'm confused by what people were confused about. Oh, with that being said, there were, there, there was videos of Brian Danielson, Paul White, Chris Jericho on the show congratulating congratulating John on his 20 years of wrestling and people was like wow yo that's crazy that that they would do that that they would allow them you know they, those guys are in AEW and it's like yeah and they're also friends of John Cena they're also guys who've worked with Cena Jericho especially Big Show especially why wouldn't they allow this? And then, you know, it's the back and forth banter with, um, well, you know, that's what makes Tony Khan so cool because he, he, you know, he let his talent go do that. 
well, you know, that makes Vince McMahon so cool because you know, he, he, he approved that they could go on. It's like, really? I understand that there's this, you know, this, this territorial thing that goes on. But at the end of the day, when it comes to wrestlers, especially wrestlers who have broken bread and been in wars with each other, why would that be a problem? I know there is there is such such forms of pettiness with certain individuals, but when it comes to certain uh, celebrations, certain uh, events that calls for it, yeah, why not? WWE has borrowed footage from Impact when it comes to let's say AJ Styles or Samoa Joe for Ring of Honor. It's you know that's what you do. That's the that's the carblage that you do, especially if you're honoring. A wrestler in particular. So I don't know why that was like this big hullabaloo that went down. I'm like, really? Uh, I guess. Whatever. Good Lord. 91. That's awesome. I don't mean to wish ill on anybody, but when it comes to certain individuals, I just say, fuck them. Joey Ryan was recently seen, and we spoke about it in the previous episode, was recently seen in Disneyland, and apparently, uh, uh, a wrestling fan noticed that he was working there in the jungle ride, I believe. And they snapped a picture of him and it went around social media. And not too long after that, dude was fired. In case you guys don't know this, the situation with Joey Ryan, Joey Ryan, Joey Ryan was a heavy, heavy uh, figure in the Me Too movement a couple of years back in which allegations of rape had occurred and um, sexual abuse and, um, and more officials at Disneyland had said that they were unaware of said circumstances and such accusations. They ran his name through his shoot name, his real name, but never even thought about him or came across. He as a wrestler. So yeah, they fired him. Now, I was posed a question I, I, I heard before, where is, uh, does this mean that someone has to not get work? No, you can get work. You could be a telemarketer. You're not working around. Uh, you, you could be isolated in a booth. Uh, you can work at a token booth or toll booth. You can do that. You're not in direct contact with individuals for a long period of time, you can be a consumer operator. You can help people with their uh, purchases or problems that they're having. Hell, you can do that from home. Hell, there's a lot of jobs you could do from home these days. But when it comes to something on a set where you're working around teenage girls of that ilk, individuals of that age, knowing that you've had these allegations. Yeah, we may not want to have you around that. It's good to be the champion. We have Valerie Loredana. Is that how you pronounce her name? I, I should be able to sound Spanish, but yeah. She, uh, MMA Bellator woman fighter. Signs with WWE. And boy, did the Marks lose their shit. 
Yeah, she has a fatty. She really does. Uh, but also the questions were, why are they signing her? Is is WWE now becoming the uh, the stepping stone for MMA and UFC fighters? Um, which, by the way, if you guys didn't see um, uh, Israel Adesanya's entrance this past weekend uh, uh, at UFC, it was fucking great. He came in with the Undertaker's entrance. It's on the Turnbuckle Tabloid page. I shared it. But it seems as though that Israel also has some interest and in the possibility when his career is over in UFC and MMA to uh, enter the world of professional wrestling. So individuals like, well, is that the new thing now that all these uh, fighters want to come? Well, no, it's not a new thing. Uh, guys, remember Ken Shamrock? Um, yeah, he, he, he did it. Um I don't know why this would be a shock that people will be doing this. I mean, seriously, it makes makes all the sense. It's it, it's the showmanship. It's uh, hey, remember Dan Severn? Remember him? It's uh, there's a lot of pomp and circumstance. There's a lot of uh, uh, banter, jaw jaw jacking, as they would say, cutting promos and and. And MMA, and why not bring someone in who can legit whip ass, and you could, they could work, like they could whip, they could whip ass. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. So I don't know why it would be stupid for people to think that this is not an easy transition for them. Logan Paul sides with WWE. Next, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> once again, um, everybody was in uproar with this, and it goes, okay, he's a celebrity. Um, he's not going to be on one of those uh, uh, everyday rotations. He'll have his spot shows. Uh, he'll come in on the uh, on a um, seasonal basis. WWE did WWE did this just so that. He doesn't go and wrestle for AEW or Impact. They want to lock him in because um, they know that he can bring in some kind of audience, especially for that age range, that genre. Love him and hate him. Love him or hate him. It's just the nature of the beast. They would have probably did the same thing with Bad Bunny, but Bad Bunny was like, nah, I'm, I'm not good. I'm good with that. I could just go on tour and do what I got to do. But the time comes if I want to come back, I'll let you guys know. But no, they're not. Nah, please, it's it's a it's it's a win-win situation for everybody. I am the best in the world at what I do. Jeff Hardy pleads not guilty in his DWI um, case, uh, which uh, which is a natural thing. This is just a um, formality because everybody does that everybody please not not guilty especially regardless of the fact that uh, if the video footage shows clearly that he was under the influence of something but yeah there this is just a all lawyers do it they just do it just to make sure that um they could get all the 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 ducks lined up in a row they want to make sure that um people who were involved uh did the right thing officers that uh, took the, the 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 case uh and um did the paperwork and stuff that they weren't any errors in there so this is just something that 
helps to drag along the, the procedure. But apparently he's in therapy. I believe he's in therapy now. So possibly we can see that um, he's getting the help that he needs. I don't know where that came from. Uh, <laughs> the Rock. Apparently The Rock has five other siblings. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Rocky Johnson. Uh, in an article that was released on sportsillustrated.com, uh, seems as though that the uh, writer in question had dug in some information and found that Rocky Johnson bedded other women and had five other kids. Uh, why are we why are we shocked about this? I mean, professional wrestlers have been known to do this for years, but currently this is this is almost like hitting the family lottery, ain't it? Five other siblings, and hey, guess who our brother is, right? Right? Exactly. Uh. I thought I was going to save this for later, but you know, I'll talk about it now. Anyway, fuck it. Seems as though that there is uh, trouble afoot at uh, AEW, uh, famous tag team, uh, the most popular tag, one of the most popular tag teams over there, uh, Proud and Powerful, uh, looks as though that they'll be going their separate ways. This is as, uh, as, a, as of um, reports that are occurring and coming out. Uh, stating that Santana, his contract will be running out soon and doesn't look like he'll be re-upping any uh, with the company. There's been talks that he's been taking bookings independently and he and Ortiz are not on good terms. Um, I have some inside sources who have told me that... Um, well, as a matter of fact, I can't even say inside sources. When Ortiz was on the show not too well a couple of years ago, he mentioned that the two weren't on very much on the same page. I mean, they're their family and such, but you know, they both had different degrees of personalities, and it always cal- and it always seemed to clash. Ortiz being the oldest statesman, Santana in his early thirties and such, being paired in the tag team for uh, over ten years. It looks like now these days. Um, you know, sometimes it just takes its toll on, on, on individuals. Some people uh, want to break away and do their own thing. Um, there was also talk of uh, Santana not really fully committing to one going down south, going to Florida. Whereas Ortiz had moved his family already out there. Santana still loved being in New York City. Um, and really, wasn't feeling the vibe of going out there. There's been talk of also, I've, I've heard that, you know, like I said, personalities wise, Santana is very much uh, strong willed, uh, very independent, doesn't seem to work well with uh, a certain climate of individuals and Still has that street mentality in certain cases. And like I said, this is just, um, you know, what was told to me. But, um, 
in any case, like you can't really imagine that a tag team is going to last forever. Hell, the fucking Heart Foundation had to break up. Demolition had to break up. Well, actually, no, they're still fucking huh, in the indie scene together. But, you know, you know, tag teams, they go their separate ways. It happens. It just so happened that this team had been with each other for such a long time. And just when we thought that they was going to get that touch of uh, championship gold in the company, they never seemed to reach that. I was hoping that maybe that they it would happen one day for them, but yet um, that didn't occur. But if there is a uh, separation and uh, Santana is no longer with the company, um, I'm wishing them both go well. And I'm hoping that uh, if Ortiz stays in the company, I hope that uh, he finds some kind of single success and do something well with him. Because the guy we're putting to work, man, he lost a lot of weight. He put uh, he put um put on some 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 definition in his body. And it's a solid worker, man. But it's a good, uh, good work, man. So uh, I'm hoping it, wor- it works out for both of them in the end. I have to announce to you that I will never retire. Oh, anybody see that injury that occurred at the GCW show this past week? Wrestler known as Hoodfoot took a light fixture, light bulb, those um, light tubes, right in the arm. And flesh and blood was everywhere. Yeah. But is this going to stop it? No, 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 this is not going to stop. Are you crazy? This is not going to stop. Hell, ICW uh, just had a show recently, OT, out of town. And uh, I know this is not no fault of their own because I, I can't label that at them. But at their show recently, they, was a, uh, they had to stop the show because of a stabbing that occurred. I believe in their parking lot and stuff. So it's just this, 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 this shit is just getting ridiculous, man. Honestly, um, I, I, I've always wondered if there was a, a, a knife incident at the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I have to find out if there's still this is something going on over there <laughs> during that time. If um, Attila the Hun was uh, having beef with. Uh, um, Oh, I can't even remember any gorgeous, <laughs> the gorgeous ladies of wrestling names now. Um, Beulah McKillian. No, it's not Beulah McKillian. That's ECW. Yeah. So, I mean, hope though, I hope the, everyone is okay in those incidents and all of that goes well. Oh, shucky, ducky, quack, quack. Seems as though everybody was a bit shocked about uh, Claudio, formerly known as Cesaro, getting a deal with AEW. Uh, the most people, the, the, mostly the people at WWE, were the ones who were in shock because it's been said that they threw him a fucking shitload of money, and he turned it down. I'm, I'm under the presumption that I think it was more about the respect and maybe the time that he put in with no um wouldn't say reward reward but no turnover for him which i would get i would understand that i was looking at the possibility that he would return because i i heard that he was asking for fucking tons of money on the indies and such and he was looking for money and i think that was his calling his calling card is saying i'm not going to do that I'm just going to uh, wait it out to see uh, which promotions will work for me. And um, I think I think he saw the writing on the wall once 
it came down to how the booking was going. Even if he did return to WWE, you still have Roman in the picture. Um, you're bringing back Brock. And it's crazy because you have a lot of injuries now. And it would have been a really good moment to bring him back. Um, especially seeing as though that um, Roman has basically had his run. But he probably saw the writing on the wall there. Now he's in AEW. Um, I'm hoping for him to have success. But as we see, it's now um, AEWWE over there. And um, so it's, it's a lot of fishes in that, in, that, in, that, in that lake, man. I'm telling you, although there's some injuries going on there, there's a lot of big fishes in that lake. I don't know if the other fishes in that lake is going to be able to eat. It's going to be a lot of... Uh, it's gonna be a lot of uh, 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 feasting going on amongst each other, and no one, uh, no one looks like it's gonna be coming out on top anytime soon. Y2J is telling you, if you can't say something entertaining, then shut the hell up. <laughs> uh, speaking of WWE and its goings and goings and goings and comings and such, uh, Io Shirai looks as though that she will be out the door soon as well. Her contract is expiring. And with that being said, with her contract being expiring, there is no 30-day clause. She could just pop up anywhere she wants to. There's been talk that she's been looking forward to going back to Japan. I believe she is um, engaged or married to Evil from uh i believe it's bullet club right i think it's in bullet club now yeah um and uh you know she she had a time she had a group she had a she had a solid run a good run in nxt doesn't look like there's any instances where she's going to be getting that call up to the main roster doesn't look like she's going to get that fit up there um and it will probably be lackluster bullshit that you probably sit there and probably pair her up with oscar Pair her up with fucking uh, Zia Lee or some shit like that. Make it the Asian connect, uh, the Chinese connection, the Asian connection, whatever the fucking goofy dumb shit that they'll do in WWE because they're fucking stereotypical. So, um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that she's gonna take that step and go back home. And if that's what she wants, that's a beautiful thing. And, um, most likely we'll probably see in stardom or something like that. But uh, other than that, man, if it's the rumors are true, then um, more power to you. We enjoyed your time here. Because I'm the Miz. And I'm awesome. Charges would drop against former uh, NXT star, and former AEW star Jake Atlas. Uh, we recently reported here that Jake Atlas was involved in a domestic violence dispute uh, last month. And it seems as though that all charges were dropped against him. Uh, hope everything works out for him as well. And hope everything turns out right. And please, please. Let's not get too drunk and do silly silliness again. All right. Let's stay, let, let's stay, from all, let's stay away from all that shit. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm the guy. Allen Five Angels is done with AEW. He's so much done that he's already appealed on Impact. <laughs> this past week, uh, Allen Angels had uh, recorded a match in Impact, and his debut will, I believe, will be shown this upcoming week or next week. So, um, 
It's always work, man. Listen, get your hustle on, guys. There's, there's work out there, peoples. And his name is John Cena. Apparently, Sasha Banks has followed Tony Khan on his Twitter and does not follow WWE anymore. Oh, boo-hoo. Of course, when you're trying to get a job, you're going to get in the good graces of the person who can give you a job. Honestly, look, I'm I'm thankful and grateful for the for the matches that she had at WWE. I get it. You're looking to be thought of favorably, and that didn't happen your first go around and your second go around. So, of course, you got to do what you got to do. You got to leave. You feel you got to leave. You got to go. I get it. And this whole, ooh, burn, she's not following WWE. So what? Who cares? She got to get her bread. She's trying to get some money. She's trying to get, she's trying to work. She's got to do something, right? Um. I don't have any ill will towards her. Like I said, I'm I'm just hoping that you know she finds uh, green where the greener pastures are, and that's that's all you can look out for. You know, sometimes some people's egos a little bit too inflated, and you realize like, oof, maybe I, maybe I don't fit in this uh, in this situ in, in this area, this situation, this environment. But the one thing I can tell you about WWE, they'll take a motherfucker back. They would. All they care about is the green. If you draw money, that's all they would give a fuck about. Um, but she wants to be out. She wants to be out. He got a bicycle. Uh, last two stories coming up. Uh, congrats, congratulations to Ric Flair. Apparently, he made it back to the uh, raw intro. I know. I I didn't even notice that he was gone. <laughs> I when I saw the tweets were going around saying that he made it back into the intro and. Uh, he himself tweeted, making a mention of it. I said, really? I did not even notice he was gone. Goes to show you how much I either pay attention to shit or just didn't really give a fuck. I, it, it's, uh, okay. I, congrats, congratulations to, to, I guess, Rick coming back into WWE's good graces. I don't know. That, that was just, that was just silliness. But by the way, are you guys going to order, um, Ric Flair's? Last match pay per view. Is it a pay per view? I'm not even sure. Uh, I know that. Um, I think they just. If I'm not mistaken, they just they booked. I they just booked a hell of a uh, four way match, triple uh, A match. It was like Bandito, Ray Phoenix, uh, um, uh, Lince Dorado, and I think uh, uh, Tyrus. That would be a crazy match. That that should be a fun match. So. Uh, get your tickets. I believe it's the 29th or the 31st. It might be the 31st of July. So to close out this week's uh, wrestling rundown, I just wanted to discuss the uh, Tony Khan uh, AEW media scrum that they had after Forbidden Door. Usually after the, uh, their pay-per-views, they have the this media hoopla where all the so-called reporters are there to ask the wrestlers and questions. 
and um, getting comments from them and such. Uh, they do this in Japan. New Japan has uh, has done this. That's part of their um, their structure over there. But for me, whenever I watch a New Japan one, you know, with subtitles, because most of the guys are, are Japanese, right? Go, I mean, it's New Japan. Who would think that majority of the guys are Japanese over there, right? Come on. So, usually when they do it, for the most part, they're still in kayfabe. From what I've seen, they're still in kayfabe. Even some some of the gaijins, when you see uh, Omega do it, or when Cody would do it, hell, even uh, Jay White, sometimes, but for the most part, even they're still in somewhat kayfabe. But over here, they just peel back the fucking layers and he talk like a, like the fucking fans. And even the owner himself is like, Jesus, can you not? I just, I'm just. Tony, Tony Khan really needs to um, lay off whatever the fucking, I don't know if it's no dose or Adderall or um, cocaine. I don't know. He needs to lay off of some shit. He's just he he's doing the most. I mean, I understand you're a fan and you love your product and you're 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 a fan owner type of thing, but there's a certain kind of etiquette that you really need to up you know hold yourself up as and and um be a you know you could be professional, but you could also. Show that you 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 love your part. You're a fan of. I, I've seen a lot of owners who are able to balance that that uh, those two characteristics, those two two personalities, those two behaviors. But with him, he's just. Uh, and I know people were giving him shit about hugging the wrestlers and stuff like that. And I'm like, why? I mean, do you see how Triple H he does? The side hug or whatever, and he, you know, gives the point when somebody wins a championship or they sign with the company and stuff. It's very professional. Um, I don't know. He, that, that kid is weird. I, I just leave it like that. He's just, he's just a weirdo. That's the vibes that I get. He's just a fucking weirdo. Well, why you, you know, why are you gonna be mad that he loves the people that's coming in for him and all? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 no, they love the money. And yeah, they might love the culture. They love the environment, but they don't know you. They don't know you, son. They don't know you like that. They didn't, and I'm over here thinking, especially with uh, uh, him hugging Okada the way he did, and how awkward Okada looked with the hug. I'm, I'm going. You know, there's certain cultures that don't really take to hugging, embracement. You know. There's certain men that don't take to that. And I know it's like, you know, that's toxic masculinity. Yes, I get it. I'm with that as well. I do not approve of that. But that's between mutual individuals who are, uh, you know, that have history as opposed to, I just signed you to my company and I'm hugging you because I'm saying, thank you for signing with me or thank you for being a part of my show. 
like it, it almost looks desperate. That's I think that's the 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 look I was going for. It almost looks desperate for for that kind of behavior. Then the 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 scrum itself, like I said, it kind of I I liked when when Punk was sitting on them because he made it professional. He made it as seem it seem as though that you are actually you are at an actual press conference for a sporting event. Whereas I'm listening to Moxley's um his his answers during the press conference and you know, I love Mox and all, but there's certain things that Mox shouldn't be doing. And one thing is a fucking press conference. We need to not have him sit in these fucking. And, and he he's he talks about when he was sitting down with Stone Cold in the Broken Skull session, and how he felt at the time that he was boxed in the corner because he didn't feel that he should be able to speak freely. What the case was when basically Stone Cold was like, "Yo, shoot it." Shoot it, guy. You know, that's what we're here for. And he didn't speak well. Well, it, it comes to the real, you know, what it boils down to really is the fact that when he comes to these situations, he doesn't really go, do well. Promos, he's fine. You cut a promo. But when it comes to having this, this he had a fucking nine-year-old, a 12-year-old, whatever it is, ask him a question and could not answer it without profanity now granted i'm not one to sit there that um is holding themselves in high regard when it comes to profanity hell i was cursing around my kid when they were three years old but you don't know the the level of uh, etiquette that this kid knows you don't know what his upbringing is with his parent and i'm not trying to be the the slayer of 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 social justice or or language but there's still, once again, a level of professionalism. And granted, someone would sit there and say, well, you know, then the parents should know what they're getting into if they're bringing their kid there. Yeah, right. But still, I do not expect my kid to sit there and believe that he's trying to be a professional reporter and I'm getting responses like this, especially at his age. I find I found it a bit awkward when that occurred we didn't get the the conversation someone asked about with um mjf and he deferred he, he preferred not to comment on it which is fine i get that i i i even you know if it's a shoe fine if it's fabe even better whatever my whole my whole thought process with that is there's a there's a there's a certain panache, there's a certain tact that you have when it comes to that. And he's so he's so wired up and so geared to over 120 that you're not really sure of what is his mindset going into this. You're not sure whether or not if um if there's any kind of uh, um, thing that's really built up behind it, if there's any something to it, because he's just at a pace that where it's almost like you can't even do a follow up with him because he's just going a mile a minute with himself. 
I, I, I really think that he needs to, like I said, he needs to, 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 to pull down, uh, pull the brake on some shit. He, he's just, he, he really, he's all over, he's scrambling all over the place. As for, um, the last thing that I, I noticed in the scrum, and they had, um, FTR there, and they were going, they were discussing, um, their, um, they movement into, you know, turning face, whatever. And I'm like, oh, fuck, really? Guys, come on. You should know better than this. And they're talking about the music, which is fine. I'm, I was okay with that. But also, you're calling guys out by their fucking name, by their real name. And you, you're, you're really fucking pissing on wrestling by you doing this shit. I'm like, so, so you might as well just don't, don't fucking, don't have a gimmick name no more. Just come out by your fucking real name. What point does? What what point is it? You calling him out by? You calling these? You know, I, I spoke to Phil and Phil was in it talking about fucking uh, uh CM Punk. I'm like, are, are you? Come on, come on, guys. There's got to be some fucking um wrestling etiquette left somewhere. Somewhere this has to it has to be left. Hell, I have talent who come in here who I know their real names. I don't fucking call them by their real name. I live to their gimmick because that's you know them as. There might be somebody sitting there going, "Who the fuck is Phil? Who's Phil? Who is that?" Oh, you t- oh, really? Oh, wow. All right. But I just come in through your. It's just uh, you know, this is what frustrates me about this company because they're supposed to be the pro wrestling company. And they're just as sports entertainment as the next person. M2 Inc. has been saying it for the longest. Yo, they're no fucking different than WWE. They, they're, they're, if not on par, just as bad. At least with WWE, they'll serve you a plate of shit and be like, yeah, this is a plate of shit, but it's going to be delicious. We just put some sprinkles on it just to give it some, some color, but it's a plate of shit. These motherfuckers, they, they have a plate of shit and they disguise it on top of like clay mashed potatoes or some shit. And then when you fucking bite into it, you go, oh man, damn, you tricked me. There's fucking shit underneath here. Fuck. It, it's, it's, it's a stupid fucking premise with this coming that you, you, and I love the fact that, you know, the Jericho sports entertainment shit is because it's actually a fucking inside joke rib to the company because that's what they are. And what kills me is, mind you, listen, I get it. You got your AEW fans, you have your WWE fans, and you have wrestling fans in a whole. Whatever. I, I, I get that. I, I'm more inclined to say that I have seen more volatile AEW fans than WWE fans. Reason being is because WWE fans, once again, know what they're getting. They know what they're getting. The AEW fans are so scorned at the fact that they hadn't had quote-unquote wrestling for so long that it's basically a fight to say that I'm never going to go back to that sports entertainment thing. So, fuck you, WWE, and whatever bullshit that you do. But, you guys have fight tooth and nail and argue tooth and nail on what makes this company better than something or why it, it should be on par to be better than something. And it's just a shit. They serving you just as much shit. Wait till you hear my review of fucking blood and guts. It's it's just as much shit. 
But in any case, I got a horn honking in the background. So, guys, when we come back, we have much more to talk about. Like I said, around the square circle, uh, we'll um, divulge on what happened on Raw this week as well as um, what happened last week in um, um, Dynamite and uh, much, much more. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll return. Don't go anywhere. Hey, this is Jordan Oliver, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. breeze through this one not really much i want to talk talk about touch base with this week because uh, a lot of stuff was eh, leading up to uh, money in the bank and um dynamite only had one key um match to really talk about uh, and nothing really gravitated to me after the the money in the bank but um just quickly to go through what we watch, what we listen to, what we were a part of. Uh, this week, Jim Cornette, he discussed about uh, Forbidden Door, his review of it. Hilarious, as always. Fucking hilarious. Um, I got to catch up on a broken skull. They actually did... Uh, um, not, not a broken skull, broken skull, sorry. It's the, the WWE Network. I, I believe they did a um, round table with the BSK crew well, that was Undertaker, Godfather, and the, and the likes, and those guys. So I have to sit down and watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll check in with that later. William Regal's podcast. He talked about something very interesting that not many wrestlers pay attention to, in which they need to in this day and age of modern wrestling. And that's the importance of pins, how to cover what makes a strong pinfall. What is what should be deemed presentable? What's the etiquette? I I was very intrigued by his thoughts about that, and I I I, I would like to see a lot of up and coming wrestlers do the same thing. I thought that it was a very very thought provoking conversation. Wrestling bios on YouTube this week: uh, SmackDown Two, Know Your Role, as well as SmackDown Just Bring It. Two iconic games that WWE put out. Very, um, uh, man, it, it brought back memories watching those videos, man. Shit, I remember cramming hours upon hours on that shit. It's crazy. MLW this week had uh, the SST, the Samoa SWAT team showed up, as well as Real One attacking uh, Jacob Fatu. And the MLW has now uh, announced that they'll have their own toy line, which is very interesting because I'm, go- I'm going to get me. Uh, Jacob Fatu and definitely a Hammerstone. Got to get me uh, the, uh, those two figures out. So uh, well, I, I'm I'm already bookmarked on the release date for that shit. So that's gonna be that's gonna be on my radar. Other than that, let's get into this past week's WWE Raw. Oh, oh, oh. 
brief synopsis of what happened on this week's Monday Night Raw. Opening up the segment was a uh, promo between Bobby Lashley and Theory. Bobby Lashley, as you guys know, was now crowned the United States champion. And at the same time, on the same night, we had Theory crown the uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, I'll go into that next episode. Promo-wise, a bunch of people just saying something about nothing. That's all it pretty much was to me. It, it was just a, a just build-up to... Uh, uh, then I guess the match for SummerSlam. We then get the uh, Mysterios versus Judgment Day. After the disrespect that occurred last week, we get the um, the, the disrespect being that uh, I guess Finn saying that uh, Ray's uh, is not a good father to his son. Whatever. Not a bad match. Dominic actually showed and proved here. Paid a lot of homage to Eddie. Seeing as though that um, they were at home in San Diego, and everybody knows the relationship between the, the Mysterios and Eddie, Eddie Guerrero, uh, even so much that they pulled off the Eddie Guerrero trip on um, on Finn. So, uh, fun match, fun match. But um, it's good to see that the Mysterios get a W here. It looks like it was a long time coming, and um, it's it's fun. We then get uh, the Miz and AJ Styles feud boiling, I guess, after the whole Edge thing that we had to carry it over to somebody else. Uh, Miz is the um, anticipus here. Not a bad match either. Miz is always a professional. AJ is just AJ. And not in a bad way. It's just a fun match with these two. It's basically a buildup to the Logan Paul match, which... Uh, we're going to be seeing after the the signing. The big surprise here was Tommaso Ciampa running up, which will lead to Ciampa versus Styles, which I am eagerly anticipating. That's going to be a good one. Going to be a good one. We then get uh, Carmella, Natalia versus Liv Morgan and Becky, uh, excuse me, and Bianca. This was after uh, Liv Morgan's promo. It was good to see her not only win the money in the bank, but also cash in and beat Aronda, which was um, shocking, to say the least. But also what the fans wanted and the fans got. Sometimes you give the fans service what they want. You'll get a payoff in the end. The match, the tag team match itself was sloppy as shit. But other than that, um, it was good to see that the fans were all into it. We then get uh, some banter that's going on in the back with the 4th of July celebrations. A barbecue was happening. Of course, black people were throwing a barbecue. My people's street profits was throwing a barbecue. Why not? When the hennies are flowing. But we get a banter here back and forth. And Ezekiel accidentally accidentally sprays ketchup on, um, on Seth Rollins, which led to Rollins not being happy and... We get a match between Ezekiel and Seth. I have to say that I've been saying it for the longest. Ezekiel is progressing very much. Uh, I think the fans are with it. The look. I'm not sure whether I'm okay with the look. But 
I'm okay with the look. If you know what I mean, I, it's it's too it's too vintage for me. But it's working with him because I think it's, you're trying to do so much for him not to be Ezekiel. I mean, excuse me, not to be Elias. My God, it's so it's so confusing because you know they look so much alike without facial hair. Um, but you wanted to peel so much away from the Elias character that you wanted to get Ezekiel his own identity that you did so much to it. But it's almost as though you created a wrestler and that was your default pick for him. Uh, through it all, the the match was 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 cool, very fun match. I think uh, Seth has proven to be the quintessential piece in wrestling right now and i don't i would never understand for the modern day wrestling why anyone would not put seth in their top 10 it's just it'll just be ridiculous we didn't get uh bobby lashley in the street profits versus uh theory and uh alpha academy it has been said that uh after their uh, food segment. They were trying to do the uh, uh, hot dog eating segment that uh, <laughs> Otis legitimately threw up. I would have. I, I I definitely would have. I know a lot of people are riding high with uh, Montez Ford being the the next uh, breakout star, and I've given him shit for some time because I'm like shit. You're gonna get the fucking um, the Marty Janetti or uh, whatever. Uh, half next half cast off of a tag team but Montez is actually coming in his own man and uh, I'm not Montez um, uh, Dawkins is actually coming in his his own and I, I I'm hoping to see big things from him he, he, he's a big man that can move and you might see him get like a nice mid card run I, I, I can see that or if not we could you know depending on how the big E thing is going on you could pair him up with the New Day or pair him up with Big E himself, get a tag team run, or just something. But I could see him work the mid card. He's 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 got some shit going on. He's he's his ring work has progressed so much. We didn't get uh Gunther versus R Truth. Come on, man, let's please. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? Finally we get Oscar versus Becky Lynch in a no holds barred match. And um, to me, I'm sitting here saying, all right, I give a lot of shit to AEW and the likes because gimmick match on gimmick match. But at the same token, I'm saying, yeah, this was a build up to it. They, these women have already had matches against each other for some time. And yes, you have to take this match to the next level, especially after what we've seen at Money in the Bank. Granted, yes, they just came off a Money in the Bank match. Yes, I... God, these women just fucking were tearing each other the fuck up. But even so, you could have at least given them a break. But I still say that this match would be considered warranted because their, their rivalry lasted that long to take us there. Um... Becky gets the win here after seeing a, a, a lot of, of strife and um, um, 
unsuccessful matches lately, but this this was her redemption, and she gets the win here. Well, what's the payoff here? What is the payoff? And with that, we'll close out uh, WWE Raw and lead up to AEW Dynamite. gonna go quickly through this uh, not gonna take anything away from uh the card itself but all we really give a fuck about was blood and guts we got orange cassidy versus uh ethan page um not a bad match at all you have two premier guys up there plus then everyone's riding high off the orange cassidy and uh all spray match uh fun match to watch it was cool um like i said i, I can't really um have any negativity about that um, we got Luchasaurus defeating Serpentico, boo. But um, Cage's um, promo, Christian Cage's promo was was on point. We didn't get Danhausen and um, FTR versus Matt Caster in the Gun Club. Uh, this is where we had seen the breaking up of the father with his sons, I guess. Um. I'm just I, I I don't I don't know what the fuck is that about. Which was the only part that was actually cool is when you, we we saw that um um Bowen got up from the chair so he's healthy guys so he's good to go. We didn't get Jade Cargill in a squash match with uh, Lila Gray, uh, Boo. Uh, Jade Cargill is a is a heel, but she's a heel that. I don't really give a fuck about. I, I just don't care. Doesn't work for me. Uh, finally, we get the blood and guts match, and okay, just so I could just get this out of my system. The superstar of this match, the the, the MVP of this match was Cesaro. Let's just put it out there. That 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 man with his. Two matches that he had so far in in um, AEW, kudos to them. Shout out to the commentary team who kept calling um, Cesaro, um, well Claudio Cesaro, and Taz who called uh, Ruby Soho Ruby Riot. Like I said, guys, AEWWE, guys, AEWWE. And this is not going to stop. It's going to continue. And it goes to show you because it's saying to you guys that they have not made that much of an impact or relevance yet to the, the company. Although, not to take anything away from, from Claudio, you look like a fucking star here. Um, listen, Jericho and his fucking his buffoonery. Like I said, this shit is sports entertainment. It's only entertainment, like Jay would say. Guys, Jericho is the only one laughing in the room, and he's getting the rest of the dickheads with him to go along with his stupid shit. Oh, but you didn't get it. He's actually mocking it because he made them look like uh, 
a, a boy band. Why didn't you wear? Why didn't you wear white? It makes the blood look better. Oh, wait a minute. I just thought of something. Maybe the network doesn't want you to have all that blood out there. Hmm. Maybe, maybe. Maybe you had to disguise it because the last time you wore white. Anytime you see white in a in a hardcore match, it's for the aesthetic of blood. So you can see the blood. But now, hmm. Interesting. Maybe they they didn't want to see everything to be blood soaked. But what did we get? Blood anyway. Because why? Moxie got to have his moments. Got to have broken glass. Got to have motherfucking, um, got to get wielding bats. Uh, shout out to Santana, who um, unfortunately took a spill during his match and uh, suffered a, uh, an injury. It's kind of karma, isn't it, though? Like you you, you want to break away from your tag team. Your contract is coming up and... You get injured at the same time. Not to give bad karma to anybody, but at the same time, it's like, mm, it's the energy you put out. It's the energy that comes back. I always say, I believe in karma. If you put out negative energy, that's the energy you come back with. Not to say that he did that, but it's telling. Of course, we get the high spot moments of uh, of the night. We get Eddie Kingston throwing... Um, Sammy Guevara off the top of the cage into an airbag. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it was a fucking airbag. Let's not kid ourselves here. They're stupid, but they ain't that fucking stupid. He threw him on top of a fucking airbag. Um, other than that, the, the, the match was... I'll say this. It was better than the, fir- the first Blood and Guts match. It was better than the first one, but even still... It's just everybody running around doing a same old hokey bullshit. I really believe that this company cannot sit and rely on their talent just to be fucking wrestlers. That they have to gimmick everything the fuck up. But, you know, it's a blood and guts match. It has to be gimmicked. Yes, I get it. But when you see it done all the time, it becomes redundant. Look up the word in the dictionary. It becomes redundant. This is a problem. As uh, my, my, my peoples at work will say, this is a big problem. It needs to be rectified, fixed. And I really would hope that the network would sit there and say, yeah, guys, we love what you're doing, but maybe you should do this. That, Because then I want to see where your real book, booking and talent is. And if you can do that, then you could tell me that you can be competitive with someone else. But as of right now, all you are are just fucking freaks in a freak show doing freak show shit. And after a while, you don't go to Coney Island anymore to watch the pinhead. You don't watch the guy nailing a fucking uh, a banging a nail through his nose. You get tired of the shit. The only people who enjoy it is tourists, not the regulars. So that's going to wrap up uh, um, AEW Dynamite, which will lead us to Friday Night Smackdown.
Monday Night Smackdown. Just a quick, quick overlook. The prelude. Um, just quickly on the match card, we get um, we got a battle of the brand of the um, the brands because uh, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, Lacey Evans, and Shotzi versus Alex. Uh, Excuse me, um, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and Asuka. Guess the brand split is over, huh? But um, before we kick that off, we get the opening of the show. It's the Money in the Bank. Everybody, of course, sitting on ladders and doing a whole spiel and shit like that. I didn't understand what was the purpose of the battle royal that occurred. I, I, I did not get whether or not what was the purpose of does did this mean whoever won the battle royal got in i'm i'm i was kind of lost with that i was like all right well whatever but um battle royal was fun it was it was it was a good um opening match for what we had there but uh Still in awe, I was like, okay. Uh, we had the New Day versus the Viking Raiders, which was a um, quick spiel. It wasn't anything that uh, made any sense, but all right. Uh, we had gotten the uh, Natalia conversation during that as well. Going forth against uh, Ronda Rousey and Yeah, and I'm looking through this, and I'm like, yeah, um, the SmackDown wasn't really <laughs> that fucking good. I'm, 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 I'm looking at the rundown, and I'm looking at the the what? Wow, this is probably the worst SmackDown that I could have actually say ever happened because we we get the battle of the brands with um, Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, the women's side, and it was dreadful. <laughs> it's just it's awful. What? I, I'm trying to find something good here, and I, I and, and I'm going through my notes to and, and there was nothing that I could even equip it. Ah, okay. Um, no. <laughs> then we get the the face off with the street pop, the street profits and usos, and not even that was solidified to be anything good I did find real enjoyment with the Max Dupree with his maximum male models I thought that this was not only fucking hilarious but might have promise because Mace isn't isn't Mace anymore because he's Marseille and Mansoor is Monsieur. I would I gravitated to this shit heavily because I knew before um the 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 uh, Latin Lotharios would get a title, these motherfuckers would get the shit. I am I'm I'm waiting. I'm the clock is ticking for me for this, but I'm waiting for this to happen. I am a fan of it. I I'm waiting to see what what was gonna go down. And Max 
do pre although I, I I I am a fan of him as a wrestler I am even more of a fan of him as a manager and I think that is going to work for him I I I'm embracing that it, it, we go with this um finally we get the uh, uh the fatal four way that basically gives Moss the win and um hey you got to get enhance the talent right i'm uh, i'm good with that so um we get the lead up to money in the bank and which we will talk about later and uh what what can i say you know what let's let's go to rampage let's just go to about this week was the Royal Rampage and I'll just go briefly through the um, other matches on the card uh, Young Birth, the Young Bucks versus uh, Goro and Hayashi and not for nothing it wasn't a bad match but I think that with um, the limited uh, talent that's there to wrestle the Young Bucks, it almost seems like it's forced. I don't know. I'm just like, you already know what it is. And I would have thought of a better match between this tag team to make it seem like there's something competitive. But for me, it wasn't there. Honestly, it, it, there wasn't, it, it wasn't anything that... Um, Scream! Oh, I hope, I hope that that they come back. No, not for me, honestly. I, I'm, I, I probably get uh, complaints about that, but for me, it it wasn't there. Uh, the Tony Storm versus Nyla Rose. Oof. A lot of um, after Tony Tony Stone had a uh, a great showing at Forbidden Door. Yeah, at with this match with Nyla was not it, fam. Not it at all. It's sad because I do want to see this woman progress. Uh, this woman division progress, but it does not look like it's working that way. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. It just seems hiccups after hiccups, and sometimes it. I I don't want it to be that my um my thoughts or what some may say is my male misogyny but I really believe that certain women and women's wrestling is just basically a novelty sorry to tell you but it is it's plainly is 
So we get to uh, what, what opened up the show. What was the Royal Rampage? I like the premise as much as people will sit there and say, well, you're basically stealing from WWE, right? Right, right? Yeah, you are. Kind of. But I like I, I, I like the separate ring um, interaction. I like the fact that the talent came in and was assigned the different rings before they were able to interact. I thought it was a uh, somewhat innovative match that um, came from somewhere else. And then you had the finals that came from it. To me, I, I can't I can't argue with this. This was actually uh, um, uh, pretty good. I, I I had a good time with this. Was I shocked by the winner? No, Brody King should be uh, the winner of this match. And the way it happened with uh, Darby Allen passing out the way that he did it, I thought it was a, a genius way of finishing him for the night. I can't, I can't, I, I can't give too much shit to this. I thought it was actually a, a, a good, uh, a good gimmick match, and I, I would want this to happen more. Just as long as they don't do some stupid shit where it's like, oh my god, he was in the red, now he's in the blue and the blue. No, if you kept both parties separate to wrestle, that was. It, I think that's. Um, it's a fun way to watch this match and. I look forward to this. Other than that, that's going to wrap up Around the Square Circle. And um, I want to thank you guys for being a part of the show. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Of course, the Facebook at uh, Turbo Tabloid. Instagram, Turbo Tabloid. Uh, no, sorry. Excuse me. Um, Turbo Tab. As well as Twitter at Turbo Tab. And on YouTube, Twitch. And on the TikTok by Turbo Tabloid. And as always, check out the podcasting outlets, RageWorksNetwork.net, and as well as RageWorks.net. Where, where am I? Oh, RageWorksNetwork.com and RageWorksNetwork.net. Sorry about that. Uh, I, I get messed up sometimes. So it happens to me. Uh, before I let you guys go, I just have to say that um, this, um, this past week, uh, I lost a significant part of the family uh, we all grew up in neighborhoods where um, although they're not blood family they are people who are considered family and I lost one of my titis in uh, in Spanish culture this is one of my aunts my neighborhood aunts and there was only a few that I can say that I, I can acknowledge to that because of um the way that I am and um, the connection with my family. Um, I want to send my condolences and my love to uh, the Johnson family, Negron family, and to um, say that we, we, we often don't recognize that there are people in our lives who who have protected us, looked out for us, and 
recognize who we are from our youth to the individuals that we are these days. And regardless of how we turned out or how we become, they've always shown love to us. And I could say that to my neighborhood, Titi, who she never, ever, regardless of what hulum shit I was doing, regardless of whatever way I went, left or right, she was always, always a beacon of positivity for me. And... I made sure that I protected her, her family, and any negativity that people wanted to push that way because they were the homegrown kind of essence of what a stable household is. Father, mother, children, and although we lived in the projects, we still had that family unity, that family bond. And today I honor her and I and I acknowledge the matriarch of the Negron Johnson family and I say good night to my Titi Lillian. I love you greatly and I thank you for being one of those who didn't look at me for my faults but always looked at me for who I am and who I was. I was to become in your eyes. And you always always laughed at my jokes. You always looked at me not only as little James who danced during your parties to the man that I've become and embraced what you were a part of and what you installed in me in my manhood and my um my growth and I love you greatly Bendicion and until we see each other again to my Titi Lillian I love you alright guys we are out of here and take you guys on a rebound take a bump love you guys too and we are out of here Love ya. Laters. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Turnbuckle Tabloid.